Welcome to Coming Out of the Dark Podcast, a podcast like none other, where women are empowered, encouraged, and uplifted to be the best version of themselves. Get ready to come from darkness into light with a passion to fulfill purpose. Here is your host, Miss Lady O. Welcome, Terrell. Thank you. I'm so glad <laughs> to be here. <laughs> it is so good to be here with you. Terrell and I was just chatting away before this conversation, <laughs> before we started live. I tell you, this is going to be such a great conversation. Terrell, I want you to share with me a little bit about your organization, what you're about, and just so that the listeners can get a really good feel of who you are. Okay, so um, the name of my company is that Living Loving You Well. And I was just telling my girl here, I was like, you know, I thought of this name about two years ago. I don't know if it was a dream or in the shower. I get I get visions and thoughts and ideas when I have water. So um, that's how it came because my ultimate vision, my ultimate vision is for our women to take their health seriously and make it a priority because without our health we have nothing we cannot even possibly think of all the riches and riches doesn't always have to pertain to money of course but riches in in the relationships we have riches we have with our children or our our family or people that we know um, or things we do in our communities it's a ripple effect as a woman when we are whole and the whole means that we are good in our physical mental, spiritual, and emotional health, we rule the world. Yes. <laughs> and that is what I am talking about. Yeah, my background is in health and wellness. I've been in health and wellness now ooh, over 20 years, and I'm oh, a blood wow. type health management coach. So essentially, I work with women and use their blood types in order to help them solve their problems of weight loss reducing the inflammation, reducing stress in their lives, yeah. <laughs> and gaining that confidence back in their body temple. Because a lot of times women feel not as confident when their bodies aren't where they're supposed to be. And it doesn't have to quote unquote be a size. It's just how you feel about yourself, right? Um, some of us walk in that imposter syndrome uh, a lot with regard to our limitations. But I'm here to break all of those and shatter that for you because as a lupus survivor and conqueror and warrior, and a person that got rid of a hundred pounds. I'm here to tell you, I'm here to solve your problem, girlfriend. All right. <laughs> well, congratulations, one, on losing the hundred pounds. I mean, what was that journey like and how long ago was that? Okay, so I started my journey in 2004 and I got to my goal in 2012. So it took eight years. Now, I'm not saying it should take you that long, especially mm -hmm. if, you know, if you choose to work with me, it won't take you eight years to do that. I, I, <laughs> I guarantee you that. It's just the journey I walked and I was looking to find a solution and, and finding bits here and there that after a while I had to develop stuff for myself that worked. And that's how I wind up getting into coaching because I, I, I actually went to a weight loss program and a big brand that a lot of us know and I wind up losing my last 50 with them. However, uh, they hired me as a wellness coach and I worked for them for eight years. I did very well. I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people, men and women lose weight. I helped three people lose a hundred pounds each. 
uh, during that time. I worked with major corporations like Merck and Prudential and Panasonic, just to name a few, in those, in those boardrooms, I call it. And you see the success, which is great. However, I knew deep in my heart that I needed a change and I wanted to do this, quote unquote, my way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had to follow what they their you know their protocols were, but I wanted to add my own because I would get a lot of questions that I couldn't answer because that wasn't in the quote unquote program. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I'm getting tired of saying, you know, under these. I was like, I got to do something on my own, and I guess that's what the spirit was leading me to. God was like, Yo, get up out of here, and I I wind up going back to school. I got my certification in nutrition, so I'm a I'm an integrative nutritional health coach also, in addition to a blood type health coach. And um, I found my journey because what happened with that 100 pounds is this. When you find out that you have uh, autoimmune disease or any disease, let's put it this way, anyway, mm -hmm. any disease, you're either going to react or you're going to respond. And let me explain what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Reaction is unexplained. You just do it, right? Mm -hmm. Respond is, I thought about it. Now I'm going to implement it. So Terrell uh. reacted to it. So when I heard and got the diagnosis, I went into denial and I started eating uncontrollably. Just give me the food. I don't care what it is. I'm just putting, I can't yes. deal with the fact I have lupus. You know, it's going to change my life. I don't have no kids yet. What are we going to do? Da, 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 da. How much money are we going to spend on, yes. on our doctors? I'm, all of this is going through my head. I just kept eating. I just kept eating. Girl, I gained 100 pounds. Can you believe that? <laughs> pounds of eating food that did not serve my body. And my doctor, I love him to death. He retired a couple of years ago. He was like my second husband. He's like, girl, if you don't stop eating... <laughs> Talking like that, he said, "You are too heavy. Do you realize with lupus, you are increasing your chances of dying? You're going to be dead. That's what he said. You're going to die." He just said it. Wow. And I was like, "What? Seriously?" He said, "Do you want your husband to have a new wife? Do you want your kids to have a new mom?" I'm like, "No, I'm crying. No, please." <laughs> now, were you eating because you were afraid of? Of facing it and, and doing something about it. Did you want, were you eating just to ignore, try to ignore what the diagnosis eating. in a way? I was eating because I was ignoring it. I was doing everything opposite what the doctor was telling me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was ignoring it. I was like, I don't have no lupus. What you talking about? You know, and then the whole thing with lupus is people don't know that you have it. It's not like a, um, like someone that's handicapped in a wheel, wheelchair, you know, right. that they physically handicapped or their legs cut off or their arms cut off. You can see that, but lupus, yeah. you cannot see it, you know? So I look quote unquote normal. So I'm like, yeah. Hey, I don't have it. So I'm going to eat and that's so how I'm going to solve the problem. So for my listeners and for myself, can you tell us like what is lupus exactly and how can someone detect, um, detect it? Okay, lupus is uh, um, so when your body immune system attacks its own tissues and organs. And usually for some reason, lupus attacks your kidneys. Mm. I found in my journey, anyone that I've talked to that I've been you know, talking to with lupus 
all of them have kidney issues some kind of way and mine was scarred some of us are to the point where they have to get a replacement kidney because that's how damaging it can be but it hits your major organs i've had folks that i know hit the heart or i know folks that hit the central nervous system I've had folks that had gallbladder removed. I, I mean, I know people that have died from it. <laughs> you know, it's so many different things that can happen to you with lupus because it's really like on the inside attacking yourself. So when you're pointing at yourself, the three, the three fingers are pointing back it's at like you and it's attacking. Back. It's like Pac-Man. Yeah. It's like attacking inside and eating it all up. <laughs> oh wow! And, uh, you're not winning that way, right? Yeah. And the inflammation just causes more effect on the body organs because inflammation really is when your body is is a, is suffering from some kind of injury or or toxins or certain foods that don't work for you so it causes joint pains it causes headaches it causes um, um a foggy brain you know foggy brain yeah. for some people um you know so many things can happen with lupus and um the way you know that you have this mm -hmm. is 11, 11 markers. I'll share those really quickly. And you need to have at least four out of the 11. And um, I definitely had the butterfly rash. Okay, I had that big, nice thing, you know. Okay. Um, and they um, also, the second thing is you gotta have certain antibodies in your blood, which is, it's like an ANA test they do for you. Too much protein in your urine is number three. You're sensitive to the light. You know, it could be fluorescent right. It could be the sunlight, meaning outside. Yeah. Uh, the next one is you, some people have raised red patches on their skin. Okay. Um, also, the next one is ulcers in your mouth or nose. That's another way to know. Um, low, you have low, low blood cell count when they do your blood work. So when they do your blood work, they can detect it that they way as well. Too, yeah. Do they normally test for it when they when they when they do your blood work? Do, is that a special test or is that can that come up when you do your regular like when I go to my primary doctor and she runs, you know, blood work? Is that a part of her testing to see if I have any of those signs or do I have to flag it for her? Uh, I would say if you're starting to feel malaise and fatigue, because certain signs will tell you if you're tired all the time, you're gaining weight. Um, like I said, you're sensitive to the sun. You're getting um, another thing is having arthritis in two or more of your joints, mm. uh, seizures or nerve problems, and of course inflammation in your hearts and lungs. That's also, I would say there. I know there's two tests they always do when I go for my checkups. It's the ANA test, which is the antibodies in your blood, and the CBC, which I don't remember exactly what that is. I have to look that up for you. Okay. But I would say. Um, I don't think they're really looking for that low blood cell count necessarily. Okay. Probably a test you would have to ask for um, from um, a hematologist or your rheumatologist. And unless you have okay. a rheumatologist, how would you know? So if you're going to a general practitioner and sharing your concerns or what's going on, uh, if the doctor is dismissing you, which happens a lot in our community, unfortunately, yeah, because it took them months to figure out if I had lupus. Um, I wonder why that is, why doctors are so easily to dismiss um, people. I mean, you know, they just want to go on to the next, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that was no, just a standout a, message. A good yeah, that's a good yeah. conversation. It's, it's a lot of reasons. And I learned this last night in our a panel for the YouTube we did with um, V Bailey on her show, HBCU Lounge Network, is that 
sometimes doctors don't have enough time, you know, the 15 minute window, ask certain questions, get out type of thing. Um, some doctors don't look at the whole picture that, you know, that, you know, lupus is like trying to connect the dots. And if you don't have all the dots in a row to make the puzzle together, they don't see it. Mm -hmm. So that's the last thing they probably would think of you. And then in our community, um, it's just education in reference to our health. I don't feel, and this is me personally, I feel that we don't trust doctors enough to go in there and really share what's going on because we wait to the last minute when things are really, 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 really bad. <laughs> yeah. The doctor and say, hey, this is going on. And by that time, it's too late. And I'll give you an example. Um, I remember it being in the gym years ago. I used to go to Lucille Roberts. I don't even know if they have that gym. I remember I used to go there too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a young lady. I used to work out in the gym. And she was telling me, um, I think my sister, something's wrong with my sister. And I said, what's going on? She was like 19 and she was from Jamaica. And she said, we had to hospitalize her. And then when she said the doctor's name, I said, that's the same doctor I have, the same kidney doctor. Do, do you feel your sister has lupus? And she said, yeah, that's what they found out she had, but they couldn't save her because by that time it was too far going had attacked all her organs and she wound up passing away. And I felt so bad because see, she's 19, she's in college. So she's dismissing the signs. She's always tired. You know, the weight was changing. You know, all these things that, you know, I don't think she got the rash, but other things were probably going on with her body that she just didn't pick up on and just kept pushing through, pushing through, pushing through. Mm-hmm. And by the time they get her up here, it was too, it was too far gone. They couldn't save her. So, you know, things like that does happen. And I got diagnosed in hmm, 93. You're talking almost 30 years ago when they had no clue. I was wow. a guinea pig girl. You're a testament because you got diagnosed in 1993. You said that then you went on. Okay, so then you went on this journey where you went into denial and you started eating, right? You were eating a lot and your doctor said, listen, hey, wait a minute. You're gaining too much weight here. You need to lose weight. So then your mind's you transition in your mindset to say, okay, let me just start doing things to help me to lose weight. In the in, in that process of losing the weight, you kind of found your purpose in wanting to empower other people um, on one losing weight according based on your blood type. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And addition, you're bringing awareness to lupus. That that is so amazing. Like you took something that could have really you know put you down for a long period of time and you Mm -hmm. gave so much energy to it and you said you know what i'm not gonna let this defeat me i'm going to really empower other people that they can overcome as well that's powerful yeah then since you said it that way i didn't really think about that but uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like (laughs) i feel like i have the gift of being able to see someone's story and just put connect all the pieces together um so that's what as you're telling a story i am also hearing a story in my head and i'm like wow i hope i hope that you can even see that journey sometimes we go through life's journey and we don't we're just going through each phase but we really don't see what god is doing 
that was something so powerful 1993 yeah they didn't know nothing girl i mean it was so much different compared to now that then um i remember getting diagnosed by a dermatologist not even a regular doctor the dermatologist told me he he, he took some skin from my scalp and sent it to the mayo clinic and he confirmed that i had sle systemic lupus emeritosis and i'm going oh my gosh i'm gonna die that's all i kept saying when he came, <laughs> he came yeah. back with the diagnosis oh my god die and he says no you're not going to die if you listen to me. You know, it could be a chronic condition. I'm going to send you over to certain doctors to handle that. And, uh, you know, I'll follow up with you later. So when I got to the specialist, the first thing they do um, with any autoimmune is give you drugs. And since I was not aware of alternatives, I took the drugs. And a big drug is prednisone and prednisone for some people, they use it for asthmatics, anything that they feel they have to calm down the flare ups of the symptoms and they use prednisone on, but prednisone has a lot of side effects. And that's what I would encourage anybody taking any medication from your physician, always look up what the side effects are. Know thy body, please know your body because mm -hmm. I took that unknowingly well, first they gave me cytopsin. So I said to them, that sounds toxic. The word, the word itself. Sounds toxic. <laughs> <laughs> sounds toxic. Well, you need this for six weeks and then we'll get you this other drug. So I took it for six weeks and um, then they gave me the prednisone, but I had a high dosage of prednisone. I had 70 milligrams every day for nine months. And what does that do? What, do, what, what ingredients is in that medication that I don't know exactly the ingredients, but I can tell you what happened as a result of that. Yeah, what happened? Um, since I had it for nine months and it's a high dosage, some people, you know, just to kind of give you a frame of reference, um, I know folks that have the same condition as myself, maybe on 10 milligrams, maybe 20 in a day. And, and then they kind of fetter it down to one and your body's, you know, in remission. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe you can get off of it, but I had 70. So as a result of that, I got pregnant right after I got off the medication, which was what we wanted because the doctors were telling me not to have babies. Okay. They felt for women that I would miscarry or, you know, you'll have to get a C-section. They just didn't know. So it's better that you didn't have a family. So I told that kidney doctor to his face. I said, God is the ultimate healer. That's right. And God is going to let us know we have a family That's or not. right. And I had two beautiful kids, right? They're all grown now. Okay. So uh, the first year, I mean, right after the, the nine months, I get pregnant. Um, and then that next year when my daughter is born, I realized that I gained what, 28 pounds in my pregnancy, which is very good, mm -hmm. 28 pounds, but I was still hurting. And I said, what is going on with my body? So I go back to the doctor and they start, I said, I kept getting this hip pain, but I figured it was because of the pregnancy. But then, you know, I had the baby and I was still hurt. They checked out in terms of x-ray and said, well, your cartilage is gone from your hip. And I said, how did that happen? They said, well, the prednisone you had, I was like, oh, don't even tell me. That's a side effect. Yes. 
yes, it deteriorated the cartilage. So I had to get a joint um, replacement of the hip, okay? So then I have another baby a couple of years later, same weight, I gained 28 pounds, but remember, I'm still eating. So I'm, I'm yeah. a lot heavier than I was originally, right? So um, after that baby, I go back to the doctor. They put me on prednisone for six weeks or two weeks right after baby, sorry, two weeks. And then by the time he was two, yeah, two, I'm in surgery again oh, for the no. hip, the same hip that they replaced for the joint. They said, nope. You can't handle it. You're still getting pain, which is true. And they gave me a full hip replacement. <laughs> oh my God. That's not even the half of it because it's both hips, both hips were affected. Both have cartilage gone, right? I had cartilage, not that much in my knees either. <laughs> oh. I'm the freaking bionic woman. I know. <laughs> so Oh, so, uh, so I waited. I said, you know, this is a lot on my body. I had surgery in, in 95. I had surgery in 2001. They said, well, you got to get the, the other hip done too. And I was like, oh, I'll wait. So I, I'm, you know, I'm very limited. Um, I walk with a gait. Um, and then, like I said, by 2004, the weight was just so much. And that's when my doctor's like, no, you have to lose this weight. So I lose the weight. Okay by 2012 remember i still got to get this hip done right <laughs> i jack up my knee i tore my ligament my menis meniscus in the front and back on the right knee so that doesn't help because it's the the right side is jacked up and the left side is jacked yeah. up because i have no hip going on so i healed that after 18 months um through therapy and, and swimming and then <laughs> I said to myself, oh my gosh, you know, you lost all this weight. You're looking good. I do a triathlon. I was like, that's hurting. I said, you have to get this hip done. <laughs> you got to get this hip done. So I remember the year my mom was suffering with her health. Mm -hmm. And we knew that she would um, pass on because it was just the diagnosis was like, okay, her liver is gone. There's nothing we can do. She's over 75. So we mm -hmm. knew she was dying. So, you know, my mom knew about my hips. She's like, listen. This is what I want you to do. Okay. Two things you got to do because you know I'm leaving. Have the hip surgery. Have that hip surgery. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> My mother is too funny. She is a riot. <sighs> one of those feisty people. And she said, have that hip done and you take care of your dad. Yeah. Okay, mom. And she's a fine doctor, you know, booked the appointment. I said, well, I can't book it now. You, you know, you sick. We're trying to help. She's like, I, I know you're not going to do it now, but mm -hmm. get it done. You know, I'm going yeah. to help you, but get it done. So she left us in August. I had the surgery in November <laughs> on the left wow. side. Wow. Yeah, on my side. She so put it on your radar. She made sure. Sure. Yeah. Do you feel that if she didn't do that, would you have went through the, the, the process oh. to do it or you would have pro prolonged it a little bit longer? No, my husband was talking about it. He's like, you know, you can't keep waiting. How many years are you going to wait? You know, they only last a certain amount of time. And and I did really well. The, the You know, the surgeons were like really impressed that I can keep that pain for that long and got rid of the 100 pounds because they were like, how did you even deal with the pain in this long? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I guess I have a high tolerance for pain. 
Um, but they just couldn't believe it was like what 16, 17, 18 years. I I was I, I, 18 years, yeah, at least 18 years. I that's amazing saying. because you kind of just made your pain normal. You made it a yeah, part that's of your what happened. that's what you happened. just made yeah. it normal. You was like, okay, this is uh, this this is something that I'm going to feel, you know, right. and you just made it a part of your life. And, and a lot and of stuff. us do that. You know, when I that's why I made that 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 mention because many of us do that do that to stay in the situations that we're in we just bring that trauma that experience that pain into our everyday life and it just becomes routine instead becomes of facing normal. it yeah instead of facing it and you know i shared this with a client before i said you know the pain that you are feeling with regard to your weight you're making it normal it's not normal to be in that kind of pain yeah it's not normal and i said i can relate to it because i was in it you yeah know? You know, it's not normal to be in pain. Pain is just a signal to let you know to do something. Yeah. About it, you know, and when you prolong it and you procrastinate, we're not being obedient. I just heard we heard that this morning in the Kingdom's Culture Show. Yeah. We're not being obedient to the Lord when we are procrastinating or we are avoiding stuff. You just, you know, just do it. Just, you know, and you know, I have found in my journey. Uh, working with women or men, you know, with this journey of weight loss, I feel sometimes people feel they procrastinate because they don't feel they can do it for one. Mm -hmm. And for two, the process of it, you know, it's a process to this. this. It doesn't happen. You know, when I have people come to me and say, well, Terrell, can you help me get rid of 50 pounds in 30 days? Well, I am not the coach. I am not that kind of coach. I'm not going to give you a quick fix because it's not a quick fix. Yeah. It takes time. And your mind has to be right because I've had people get started and they don't start, get started, they don't finish. I can't help you there. I can help you from where you at and, and get you to your journey, provided you yeah. do the work. You got to do the work. And if you're how, not willing to do the work, what's the sense? How do you, um, as, as uh, someone who um, helps people to lose weight according to their blood type, how 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 is that is it because once they provide you with their blood type you know of a design plan to help encourage them to lose weight is that what it is yes my i designed a program um that i developed based off of dr d the models he has a book called eat for your blood type but i took it the next step to incorporate what i've learned myself and what i've done for myself and what i know that can happen for that person so I call it the band method <laughs> uh -huh. and um, the band method stands for, you know, blood typing and some other things, um, you know, I audit um, folks in terms of their uh, refrigerators and. Okay. <laughs> and that makes sense. And then I help them nutritionally and then I, I help them design a plan for them to discipline themselves yeah. so that they can be successful in it. So um that's what I do to help them solve that. And then, you know, with my own story and my unique way of doing it, you know, I bring that to it because, you know, I've had clients say, oh my gosh, you're so patient with me. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's so a process. Patience, and I know? like that you said that you made it clear. You was like, you know what, it is a process. So uh, when when clients sign up with you, I guess however long the the, the program is, is for, I guess a part of it, you're telling them that these are different levels that they're going to feel throughout this process, right? What are some of the things that a person can expect to feel 
Probably okay. resistance, I think, is one of them. <laughs> resistance <laughs> to change. Yeah, well, you know, change is not easy. Change is not easy. But if you start small, you can get big results. Matter of fact, that's the room I do in Clubhouse. Every oh, Monday. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to pop in that room. Yeah. You I'm going to pop in. in that room. Pop in that room. Um, but, you know, resistance also makes you stronger. You know, um, you know, it's almost like when we do weight training uh, to build up our muscles, you know, it's that resistance of the weight that makes that muscle stronger over time. And I feel when I work with clients, a couple of things they can expect is the following. First, to start feeling more confident that you can do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, uh, the next thing is seeing the actual results. The weight will come down <laughs> Yeah, when they start eating this way. Another thing I have found is uh, certain blood type uh, indicators in terms of your blood work. Triglycerides will go down. Uh, cholesterol goes down, you know, and we know cholesterol can be a big factor for a lot of people. I've had clients, um, their blood pressure has decreased and, and, and become normal. I've had people being able to actually work out on a regular basis. Maybe they weren't working out at all, but now they up to two or three times a week because now their body's getting more energy. It's yeah. getting the foods that are serving them. That's going to give them the energy in order to move forward. Because now you know, hey, this works for my blood, but this particular food doesn't. You know, it doesn't serve a purpose for me. Okay. So when we learn to do that, um, you know, the frame of mind starts changing, you know, and I love to celebrate wins. You know, I'm all about me too. Like, <laughs> the smallest win, you, you start from there. You know, hey, you lost a pound this week. Let's celebrate. You know, yes. your clothes feel, you know, a lot different. You can get on those jeans you didn't have on before. That's a win. It might not be a scale win, but it's still a win. You know, hey, maybe you meal prepped for the whole week. That's a win. Prep before. That's a win. Yes. Anything you can do to get your body where you want to have it so that it can work for you in the long run, it's just going to be advantageous so so those are some of the things that they can see um, and then the intangibles it's just feeling so much better about yourself you know those intangibles of saying hey you know yeah with a smile now maybe i'm not feeling that pain in my back anymore you know maybe i'm not feeling that pain in my knee anymore because hey you know um, the weight is coming off exactly so that we're um and there's a formula that i learned from my physical therapist what did he say? I wish I could remember how he said it. For every, okay, for every pound extra you have on your body is um, four times pressure. So since I was 100 pounds overweight, I have 400 pounds worth of pressure on my knees. Wow. When you put it into that perspective, oh my gosh. So, so, so someone who is suffering with back pain, um, knees, ankles, things like that, and you find that you're, you're overweight, well, whatever pounds you're overweight times yep. that. Times that, yep. That's the oh pounds of pressure goodness. you time you step, you know, with your knees. And I was like, when I saw that in his, in his office, I was like, oh my gosh. And he, he looked at me, he's like, you know, because I came to him after the surgery, the last surgery in, in 2019, he said, you're really athletic. And I said, well, I worked on this. I said, I was 100 pounds away. He couldn't believe it. 
he's like, there's no way. I said, yeah, yeah. I do triathlon. I swim. I walk. I bike. I said, um, I worked again to get this body back. And each, and you know, <laughs> clients, they laugh and, and folks I work with, they go, how do you um, keep this weight off for such a long time? Because studies have shown that most people do not keep their weight off past three years. They gain it right back. But I always see you walking. You're always doing some type of power walking (laughs) on your reels. You're like, you know what? Let me let me encourage someone this morning while I'm doing my power walking. I'm glad to know that you're watching. Somebody's getting something. I'm always commenting. Yeah, yeah, because I I love it. I love it. (laughs) I'll keep doing it then. Yeah, I'm just saying is that you know it's a decision. I have three D's in in my motto. What I share is three D's. It's a decision, it's it's dedication, and it's discipline. Those three things you keep with you, you'll get through anything. Yeah. But it's a decision for me each and every day, guys. It's not something that, you know, oh, I, I found the formula. Your, your body changes. You, as you mature, you get 40, you get 50, you get 60. The body's going to change. So you got to start finding ways to keep it where you feel comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the number on the scale. It's just how do you feel? Yeah. Do you feel you can get up them steps? I mean, I've had women that um, physically could not get up the steps physically because their weight and they're yeah. suffering with all these other things I've talked about before, right? But when we work together, it's like, wow, I can get up the stairs without huffing and puffing. Yeah. I can walk down the block. Now I can walk two blocks. Now I can walk a half a mile. Now I can walk a mile to row. That's what it's about. Yeah. See, when you allow yourself to get coached or served by someone that generally has your best interests at heart and you're willing to accept the coaching and stuff like yeah. that. So many big results happen from it because you're, yeah. you're, you're open, you know, you're open, you're willing to change and it's not going to be a straight line. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. And that's the way life is. You got to be ready for that. I, you know, and How I, do you I, get ready for that? How do okay. you prepare yourself Let for me the ups you. and downs of life? Let me tell you, give yourself margins. I always give myself margins for that because uh, certain times of the year, and we all know this, what's our big times of the year? New Year's? What's another big one? Um, the holiday just passed, Resurrection Sunday. Um, then it's Memorial Weekend, then it's July 4th or June 19th for us, June 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have uh, September Labor Day. And then, you know, the real kicker is Halloween all the way down to Christmas. <laughs> yes. Right. So let's all be real about that. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I allow myself those times or if I'm at a, a you know, a wedding, what I allow myself to eat what, you know, what I want. I'm not saying I'm going to go overboard because there was a time when I used to go overboard. I was the girl. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm showing, showing you the truth right now. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't before. But I was the girl when my husband and I were dating, we went to a lot of uh, dinner parties because I'm in sorority. He's in a fraternity. So we go to these dinner And what dinner sorority parties. are you with? You I'm a Delta. Saying? I'm a Delta. You're a Delta. Okay. I'm a Delta. He's a Sigma. <laughs> and we would go to these events. And they have these great buffets, right? They have all the food, you know, the this station, the meat station, the seafood station. Blah, blah. Well, this is what Terrell would do. I would look around, take my plate, put everything on that plate, 
put the plate down, come back, get another plate. I ain't anything yet. Uh-huh. Place sitting there. What's that about? That's yeah. being greedy. Right. That's being greedy. It's like you eat with your eyes. Right. Instead of just taking diet. what you need or taking a little bit, little samples of the things that you want to sample, want, want to taste, right? But no, it's like I'm not eat- talking about want to taste. I got, I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got little samples. This is not advertised hour. <laughs> but that's just being greedy. And you know, our bodies don't don't respond to that, you know, and trying to process that, it's gonna go to fat. <laughs> You know, yes. it needs stuff that's going to get it energetic, that's going to metabolize the body quicker. And eating all that food at one time is just trying for the the, the heart and, and, and the organs and your gut, trying to figure this out. Trying to process it, trying Try to, to figure process. it out. What are we exactly. doing with all this here? Exactly. Because if you think about um, thousands of years ago, we never ate like this. I know. You eat from the land, right? Yeah. You eat your vegetables, you eat your fruits. And do you, it's amazing how much better we look as individuals when we go back to that way of eating. That's why I look at people who say they're vegans and or, you know, they're um, pescatarians and things like that. It's just that their skin is glowing. They look so <laughs> healthy. Is that you? Are you a vegan? Are you pescatarian? No, no, no. I, I'm not a vegan. I am, I guess, vegetarian, flexitarian, whatever. Because I yeah. do eat fish. I eat fish most of the time, yes. but I do have turkey. My husband makes me my turkey leg. <laughs> yes. Every every Sunday, because I was realizing when I didn't have the turkey, I was getting um, these cramps again. So I, I was reading about it. Turkey has a certain enzyme or something thing in it that would help me with my cramps. So I started eating okay. it again. So that's been helping me. Um, but it's just so funny when you say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just about what's good for your body. I mean, I know people with type O's that eat a plant-based, even though they can eat red meat. Right. Um, it's your choice. You know, I never defer people from doing what they want to do. Just kind of figure it out. But I know these particular foods are not good for you at all. If you're a blood type O, if you're blood type B, if you're blood type, you know, A, B, or, or you know, uh, A. Okay. And is that what you do? You give them a list. You give your clients a list of foods to stay away from based on their blood type. That is excellent. Talk about that. Um, You know, and then we work on um, what's in their their wheelhouse in terms of foods that they're comfortable with Mm -hmm. eating and stuff they could start introducing. You know, maybe never try it in a moment. Try it. You know, Mm -hmm. you know that's one of the things that might be good for your blood or your tofu, like. ABs are really good for tofu, you know, maybe you never tried it. Hey, try some tofu. Yeah. You know, that works really good for your blood type. So it's a matter of kind of figuring out, you know, each person is different. We're all bio individuals, but that's what I cater to. I kind of work on customizing stuff that works for them and what they have. And then whatever has happened in, in their lives, because there's certain exercises that work for blood types also. Yeah. So depending on that person will depend on what exercise really works for you as opposed to another exercise. I had a person that I was working with, she was like, I didn't realize I was doing all these hit exercises. And then when you <laughs> let me know with my blood type B, I shouldn't be doing that. I said, yeah, she, said, I, she started feeling better. She started doing it. 
sizes that work for her. Uh -huh. like, oh, I feel so much better now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, some, you know, just like they have um, quote unquote diets, and I don't like to say that word because the word dies in diet. Uh, I like to say it's a lifestyle. I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Mm. It's about learning how to make this a lifestyle for yourself, getting your mind wrapped around, hey, I want to get healthy. I am healthy because when I'm healthy, I can do so many other things, you know? I mean, you have people that, that might feel uh, a certain way about this. I know I got challenged on some, I forgot what Facebook I was writing or whatever, and I was talking about losing weight. <clears throat> and this person's like, well, it isn't all about losing weight and, and, and looking good. I said, no, that's not what I do. Weight loss is in the process. I help women feel better because they are dealing with health issues that mm -hmm. is contributing to that weight. You know, I have people that have high cholesterol. I have people that are obese and now they're diabetics or they have autoimmune or they have heart disease right? Or hypertension. Right. These are things that we need to get rid of that can be controlled by what you're eating in your mouth and how much you're eating and when you're eating. It, right. That's right. where I'm coming from. I'm not coming where you got to look like a size two. I'm not saying that at all. Right. I want you to be healthy. I think that's what people associate weight loss to. Like you're trying to get to a, a particular you know, image that that people see, like like you just mentioned, a size two or to their per perfect celebrity that they admire or yeah. something like that. And it's like everybody's body body type is different. And I like that you mentioned a little bit earlier. You said that as you get older, your body changes. And so I know for myself is that when and my my body also changed due to surgery. When I had yeah. abdominal, I had abdominal surgery and not not like to lose weight or anything like that. It was like I had a health issue that I had to take care of and I had to have abdominal surgery to get to take care of it. But my body did not bounce back the way that it was before. I notice now that I have a fupa, you know, it's like that skin that hangs over, you know, I noticed that I feel like my, my, my abdominal area is now my primary area where I need to release the weight, you know, and so, and that's the primary area of where I gained the weight. So when I was younger, that was not the case. So due to age and surgery, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, because this is your area of expertise. I feel like due to those two areas, I, that has now become my area of focus of mm. wanting to target, to release the weight. And I can work out, I can get on a treadmill, I could power walk, I could do all those things. And I will release the weight somewhat in my abdominal area, but primarily I'm releasing weight all like you, you can't target to me. It's like, I can't target an area to release it. It'll release from my hips, my legs, you know, my face, definitely you see it. Uh, my chest area, you'll see it, but my abdominal is very minimum that weight loss. So I think mm -hmm. I'm just going to be spending some time with you to help me figure out based on my blood type, what would be good for me. Okay. That sounds like a plan, girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> and I know that so many people and I share that story because it's a real life story is what I feel like we learned through the power of, of our coaching, um, 
our coaching room that we attend, there's power in your story and being authentic, right? And I know so many people can just relate to even that story that I just told. It's like, yeah, like that's me, that that's my area. But you'll continue to bump your head, I feel, doing the same thing over and over again, trying to do what, what, what you did before, many years before to lose weight. But today you're a different person. Your body is different. And it needs something different. And so when you don't see those results, you tend to get discouraged. And then when you get discouraged, you tend to say, forget about it. And then you bounce right back to eating all the foods you shouldn't eat. (laughs) You pretend that you're happy and living this life of just whatever. And that's not true. You, You just need to get a coach. You need to get somebody to help you along the way. And I love what you said too. <laughs> so many things that you said that I'm like, oh, and I remember this and I remember that. But you also said, you also said that you, and this was before we started our conversation here. Um, you said that you don't mind investing. And I hope somebody listening today will say, you know what? She's speaking to my issue. She's speaking to my concerns. She's speaking to my problem. And I don't mind investing not only financially, but I don't mind investing my time. I don't mind investing of just inquiring. Somebody just reach out to Terrell, audience, reach out to her just to really find out what she offers in detail. Because doing that, she may be the answer to your concern. How can they reach you, Terrell? How can they reach out to you? Okay, I got so many. It's so funny. I, I realized that I have more handles than I realized. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm on Facebook with my name. I'm on LinkedIn with my name. Oh, those are two areas I'm on quite a bit. I'm on Instagram with my name. Um, it's Terrell underscore L-L-Y-W and Clubhouse. You can yeah. find me in Clubhouse with my red glasses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She is on Clubhouse. Yes, she is. <laughs> and she always says, I am Terrell with the red glasses. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And it's interesting because this month we're doing lupus uh, awareness. So I'll have a fundraiser um, going on May 10th, that Tuesday. I think it's a Tuesday. We have a big fundraiser for the Lupus Alliance so that 100% of the proceeds can continue to fund awesome. and find uh, solutions and you know, with autoimmune, a lot of these medications they use, they like to, to die down the symptoms of it, but they quote unquote don't have a cure for it. And I would say this, because my lupus has been in remission since 2008. Congratulations, praise God. And I feel, you know, it's what we're eating. It's how you're handling the world around you, the people around you. I have, if anybody's interested, <laughs> let them contact you, Lady O. I have a video on um, energy zappers mm-hmm. <laughs> because people zap your energy so much. And for folks that have autoimmune conditions, stress is yes. not good for us at all. Not good. It would cause inflammation. It would cause the flare-ups to happen. And then you're back in square one. So I find ways to keep my stress level low. So I yeah. do stuff that I enjoy. I source out stuff that I don't. I uh, plan my day in a certain way. 
and every morning, because we talked about this. We, right? talked, I said, we talked about that. We have our morning ritual because yes. I don't do anything before nine, sometimes 10, depending on the day, because that's that's the way I have to keep myself going. Okay, everybody's different on, on their schedules. I yeah. know with little, some people have little people, you got the spouse, you got maybe yeah. parents and all this other stuff, but find stuff. And find a way of your schedule to work for you, even if you're working, you know, professionally, you know, sometimes we just need to step away from the boss, you know, yes. your colleagues, you know, take a walk outside, you know, smell the, the flowers and, and, and hear the birds chirping, uh, walk away from your desk, do not eat at your desk, I can't <sighs> tell you how many times I share this, please do not eat at your desk, Find, especially if you're working at home. Take the opportunity and dress up your table. Use a placemat. Put some water glass there. You know, make your plate. Listen to the music and really enjoy the experience of chewing your food and and having to sustain you during that time because it, it's it's a miracle. <laughs> it really does work. <laughs> it is. You know, it's so funny that you said that because I was one of those individuals who would eat at my desk. Even when I had my nine to five, I would just sit there and I would just eat at my desk. And mm -hmm. even though I'm not working or sometimes I would be working and eating at the same time, you know, if people would come and interrupt me and I'm like, oh, they'd be like, can I, sorry to interrupt you. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. But it's not okay. It's not okay. And I'll take on their concerns. But what's happened is that my body doesn't know when, when did I take the break? It feels as if I continued on. On. And I found that mentally, emotionally, that I was exhausted on top of having a very strenuous commute. It made me, you know, even more. So I felt like I was always on from 3.30 a.m. all the way up until 7.30, wow. 8 o'clock p.m. is wow. when I am on and constantly. So, yeah, knowing and sometimes people don't like it, but I am you and I spoke about it. I am very, you know, um, strict when it comes down to my time, how I structure my day, how I structure my time. I cannot answer every phone call, nor can I be on every phone call for two hours at a time. It's just that because I don't get that time back. And if I give away that time, that's taking time away from something else. And it doesn't mean that I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I don't enjoy our conversation. It's just that if I have a vision for my week, like you're probably the same way like me, it's Monday, the beginning of the work week. All right, so I have a vision of how I wanna see, see, how, see my work week go. In order to accomplish that, I have to know, okay, how much spare time do I have? And if I'm eating away my spare time doing things that's not going to fuel me and empower me, then what, I'm just gonna be burnt out and I'm not gonna get the things done. So I love that you even said that. It's just like really yeah. just taking time out and yeah. avoid those energy um, zappers. zappers. Yep. You so have like so I much said. to offer people to round. Like <laughs> seriously, like seriously, you have so much. My That's audience my coach said. My coach said the same you. thing. She said, huh? you are, my coach said the same thing. She said, you got so much. You a gem in the making here. You yeah. like <laughs> Listen, I'm making mental though. Like, yep. I'll be reaching out to her for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a that's a freebie. You know, anybody contact you on on your platform, they want the energy zappers video. I would definitely uh, hit them up for that. I'll I'll definitely send that because I feel 
and I think it's like 20 minutes I talk about how to really find you know your way because in this world even in your circles or people you're dealing with you know so many things are hitting us that we're getting zapped and our energy is being depleted and when your energy is depleted then your sleep is affected then your eating's affected then your brain cells are affected then your relationships are affected too because they're feeling all of this that's too, my so. story why are you singing my song i'm singing it for you baby girl <laughs> because it's so true and i don't i don't I, you know when we talk about that now that you said that how many times have we said that to ourselves i am so tired but then you continue to push forward continue. why stop yeah we <laughs> don't know we don't know how to stop and i think it happens more with women yeah um than men because men kind of know you know and you know that's another conversation i want to do in clubhouse just to tell you uh we as women do all of these things you know i remember reading one year that domestic engineer was three hundred and sixty thousand. that was years ago it must be a million dollars now for us all the stuff that we do as women in a household right how come men don't i'm not saying all men I'm just saying in general so guys don't get upset but a lot of men don't take on that role to yeah. support us in those areas so we're doing the cleaning the cooking the child rearing and they go to work and you come home and you still do it. Yeah, you still cooking, the cleaning, yeah, and the parents. You know, what yeah. are you doing, guys? What are you doing? Yeah. You yeah. I love the way you looked over, like, hello, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> give us, give us some grace here. Not just Mother's it's Day, true. but you know, some other it day. is true. It is true. It is sometimes, a lot of times we as women, oh, we're going to start up a conversation here, but we're not going to go there. But sometimes we as women, we we train our relation, the, the men and we train men to be in a certain way based on how we were raised in our upbringing as well. So generational if we patterns, another topic to talk about because I have some about, about the top five, the big top five diseases. <laughs> Uh, versus the generational patterns are they killing our black people that's what that conversation was a deep one yeah so this is one that you already had already or are you going yeah, to I had, have? I had it already in clubhouse so anybody is it, is it on replay yes they're somewhere yep mm -hmm. so how can so when people click on your link on instagram let's say they go to find you on instagram and they click on your link would they be drawn to your clubhouse room or no okay right now because i only do one thing at a time <laughs> so they'll okay. have to go on clubhouse and actually look for me um i guess i'll come up as coach i'll come up as um my tag name mrs t sally uh, oh, Mrs. T. Sally. Type, yeah. Okay. If they type in lupus, they'll see it. If they type in health, weight loss is in there. So certain SEO stuff in there should pop up. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to get all, all this information because let me tell you, Terrell, you came on this platform and you really opened yourself up. And so not only told about your journey, but you really even told us about how to lose weight, you know, based based on the blood type and all the information you have about energy zappers. I mean, also like the platforms that you have been on on Clubhouse and topics that you have discussed that will empower empower all of us. I mean, mm -hmm. you have such wealth of information and I want to gather all that information for from you. I'm going to put it all together and just really share it to the platform here 
here because we all need to support each other. We And I just said today, we have to learn how to ask for help. Yes. We don't want to oh ask for help. Pride is one of the biggest things. I know I've been there. I'm not saying this because I didn't, I don't suffer from it. I've come from a woman who is very strong and independent. I've learned from her how to be a go-getter, how to, how to hustle and how to not ask for anybody for anything, but make my own way, you know, and toot my horn for it. But at the same time, I'm crying at night. Because it's like, I, I just want somebody, can somebody please help me? But this week, I have really proclaimed that, no, we as women need to take off our cape. We need to put our pride to the side, not allow the pride to, allow, you know, the pride wants the ego to stand up and, and, and speak. No, you just have to ask for help. Put your pride yeah. to the side, put your ego to the side and ask someone for help and help can come in so many forms it oh, can yeah. come in the resources that someone has that is is probably a monetary value or it may not be but you just have to seek after it and not be afraid we're stuck in these prisons that we have yeah. built up for ourselves and we're asking to be let out for parole, but not knowing that God has already given us the key to get out. We don't even need nobody to, to let us out. We can get out ourselves right. because we have the, the key. is there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can have church up in here. Oh my gosh. And when you say ego, it's just edging God out. It's yes. edging God out. Why would you do that? Ask for help. I can't tell you how many times I said that, especially, <laughs> you know, with health. It's like, you know, and I think sometimes people are thinking, well, if I go ask her to help me as a coach, then I'm really showing that I'm vulnerable. Oh. I'm being transparent. Well, heck yeah, you are. Because you want to get help. You want to yes, get healed. Yes. You want to you find a solution. Come on now. Let's coaches need coaches. And I say that all the time. You said the very thing that I hear so many people say. So many times people get on the, these platforms such as Clubhouse and they want to present themselves as the expert. You are the expert in your field. Yes, but even experts have coaches. You know, like you... <laughs> It's okay to show that, you know what? I don't know the answer to this area right exactly. here. Why stay in oh here a day later? <laughs> a day later. And if you can get a coach that gets you there faster, right? <laughs> it's like a minefield, right? When, when, when men and men are in the war, they follow the soldier in front of them because it's a minefield, right? So you step in that, that spot all the way to where you got to get to because you don't want to get blown up. Guys and girls, you're getting blown up every freaking day without doing anything, you know, because you're not following someone that's done it before that can get you there faster. Yes. Get you the results you need. So I am here. You know, I love it. anyone's looking to get some some real, some yes. real loving or some real coaching here that want to make a change with regard to the health getting rid of the inflammation, getting rid of the stress, getting rid of any of those top five that we talked about. Yes. Look me up. Look That's her right. up, everyone. Yeah. Look her up. Terrell Sally Holloman. Look her up. I will have all the information in my contacts. I will share it all, but 
listen, Terrell, I'll be reaching out to you because you're definitely a resource in the area where I need to be strengthened. And so okay. I'm going to connect with you. And I look forward to being on some platforms with you on Clubhouse yeah. too, because yes. I think we was about to go to church in here a moment <laughs> ago, right? <laughs> And we have such great energy together. You know, I know we do. Like, it just flows. We just I'm so know. comfortable. Like I'm comfortable. just so laid back, comfortable, enjoying my conversation with you. <laughs> but um, so we are going to wrap it up here. Is there any last words that you want to share besides your contact information, which I'll definitely provide? But what is some last minute messages you can leave people with? Mm. Don't get weary in well-doing because the seeds will be sown, you know. Um, too often I see this happen. People quit on themselves and you, you don't need to quit. You just got to keep moving forward and finding the sources and resources to, to help you out on that journey. And if it's the case with hiring a coach, hire a coach. If it's the case where you need uh, support for a therapist, then get a therapist. If it's support where, you know, Whatever it is, yeah. don't reach for it. Don't limit yourself because when we limit ourselves, we don't get those opportunities to really um, do what we can to further ourselves and become a better version of ourselves, regardless of what area you're in. So that's what I like to share with you. Terrell, everybody, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you again for com coming on the Coming Out of the Dark platform. It's an honor to have you. Yes, and everyone you. is going to be so blessed by what the, the information that you shared. Thank you so much. I really <laughs> appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Of course. I thought it was an honor to be here. <laughs> of course. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please subscribe to this podcast and like, share, and follow on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, be well, be safe, and be kind to yourself.